welcome to the inaugural episode of Here's a Guy, a podcast dedicated to covering relevant sporting events. Let's get right into it. Today, we will be covering tonight's Thursday night football game at 820. It's the 0-3 Broncos versus the 0-3 Jets. And the big news about this game is Broncos will be using their undrafted quarterback that they, they signed in 2018, well, 2019, Brett Ripon. Um, he was undrafted in the 2018 draft, and now he's signed with the Broncos. In college, he played at Boise State for four years, starting from 2015 to 2018. First year for Boise State in 2018, he had 3,500 passing yards, 20, 20 touchdowns, only eight picks. His second year, he saw uh, some improvement on the passing yards, 3,646, so about a 300-yard increase. Then he had increased four touchdowns, and he had the same amount of picks. Third year, he saw a decrease in passing yards and a decrease in touchdowns with only 2,877 and only 16 touchdowns, but he did have less picks, two less picks with six. And then 2018 was really his senior season was his breakout season where he had almost 4,000 passing yards with 3,705, 30 touchdowns, and only seven interceptions. Now we'll look at some of the game logs at from his senior season in 2018. One of his better games was the first game against Troy where they won. He had 300 passing yards and four touchdowns and no interceptions in that game. Another game where they lost Oklahoma State, he had three touchdowns, 380 passing yards. That was a very good game, especially against a Power 5 opponent. His best game this season seems to be against in a victory against Air Force where he threw for nearly 400 yards, 399, and five touchdowns. And then in the conference championship game they lost and he only had one touchdown with 125 yards. But I believe it was snowing that game, so they weren't really going to throw it too much. And they would have played in a bowl game that year, but that got canceled due to lightning on the day of the game. That final season, they uh, finished 10-3 and and 7-1 and in the conference. Now looking at, we'll start with the Broncos. We'll go through their three games that they've all lost. But, uh, and look at who the, their major players are. The first game was against the Titans, where they lost 16-14 to on the last second field goal. That week, their quarterback was Drew Locke, who had 216 yards and one touchdown. Their running back was Melvin Gordon, who had 78 yards and one touchdown. And their best receiver was Noah Fant, which is their tight end, who had 81 yards, five receptions, and a touchdown. Second game was the Steelers, which this was the game that Drew Locke got hurt. The Steelers won 26-21. to Jeff Driscoll was the quarterback for the majority of that game after um, he replaced Drew Locke after Drew Locke got injured. He had two touchdowns, one interception. It was 18 for 34, 256 yards. Melvin Gordon was held under 100 yards rushing where he had 70 yards and 19 carries. And their best receiver was Cameron Sutton with three receptions and 66 yards. And he didn't have a touchdown. It was a Noah Fant touchdown. On a 20-yard pass from Jeff Driscoll, and it was a Melvin Gordon 16-yard pass from Jeff Driscoll for a touchdown. Going back to the Titans game, Melvin Gordon had a one-yard touchdown run, and Noah Fant had a had the nine-yard touchdown pass from Drew Locke that was in the 
first quarter and fourth quarter. And then their week three opponent, they lost 28 to 10 to Denver, with Driscoll was also the quarterback. He went 17 for 30, 176 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Malvin Gordon only had eight carries and 26 yards, probably because they were down most of the game. And Jerry Judy led the game with five receptions and 55 yards. The only touchdown came on a Tim Patrick seven-yard touchdown pass from Jeff Driscoll in the second quarter. Now looking at the 0-3 Jets season, the Jets' first game of the season, they lost 27-17 to the Bills. Sam Darnold was 21 of 35, threw for 215 yards, one touchdown, and one pick. Frank Gore had six carries for 24 yards, and their leading receiver was Jameson Crowder with seven receptions, 115 yards, and one touchdown. And the two touchdowns they had were Jameson Crowder's 69-yard touchdown pass from Sam Darnold in the third quarter, and then at the end of the Fourth quarter, Josh Adams' two-yard touchdown run. Their second game of the season was a loss to the 49ers, who won 31-13. to um, It wasn't a great game for the Jets because their backup, Jimmy Garoppolo, got injured, and the backup, Nick Mullins, came in for the second, whole second half, and uh, he ended up engineering one touchdown and one field goal, and the Jets ended up getting routed by the 49ers. But in that game, Sam Darnold had was 21 of 32 with 179 yards and one touchdown. Frank Gore, 21 carries for 63 yards. Chris Hogan led in receiving with six receptions and 75 yards. They only had one touchdown in the game, which was in the fourth quarter with one minute and 23 seconds left. Braxton Barrios, 30-yard touchdown pass from Sam Darnold. And their most recent game against the Colts, they lost 36-7. to Sam Darnold was 17 for 29, 168 yards, one touchdown, and three interceptions. Frank Gore was, had 15 carries for 57 yards. And receiving yards was Braxton Barrios with four receptions, 64 yards, and one touchdown. Touchdown came with their only score in the first quarter. And the whole game, 5-12 left in the first quarter, was the Braxton Brio 16-yard touchdown pass from Sam Darnold. Next, we'll look at the season stats for all of the key players in tonight's game. We will be starting off looking at stats for Jets quarterback Sam Darnold, who's 59 for 69 in the season with 562 passing yards, three touchdowns, and four interceptions. In order for the Jets to be victorious tonight, he has to increase his accuracy and increase his touchdowns because he only has three in the season. So he's going to at least need two, at least two tonight, and no mistakes, no interceptions because you don't want to give this rookie quarterback any momentum or any field position, good field position. So increase the touchdowns, limit the mistakes. Next, we have their leading rusher, Frank Gore, with 42 carries for 144 yards. Frank Gore's been okay in two games and not good in the one game, but uh, we'll see how many carries he gets. Hopefully the Jets decide, run the ball, take take time off the clock, Frank Gore's not going to fumble. Um, if he can get a touchdown, that will greatly help the Jets, and we'll see maybe 70 yards touchdown. That would probably ensure Jets' victory. And their leading receiver is Braxton Barrios with 10 receptions, 123 yards, and two touchdowns. As we looked at his stats, he has had some good games with two touchdowns. If he can get maybe 100 yards, break 100 yards, maybe. They don't know if they necessarily need him to get 100, but if he prides 100, they probably would win. But, um, you know, again, 70 yards and a touchdown, that would 
probably put the Jets in good play shape. Next, we have a returning Jamison Crowder coming off of injury. He has seven receptions, 115 yards, and one touchdown. That was all in a game against the Bills, who actually have a really good defense. His return is definitely welcome for the Jets because Sam Darnold will have uh, another target to throw to. He was on the depth chart. He is their first receiver. So, you know, if he can get 100 yards a touchdown, 70 yards and a touchdown, you know, in his return game, which he'll probably be set up, poised to play tonight since it is a return game, Jets will be in good shape. Now we have Chris Hogan on the season, seven, seven receptions, 75 yards, and no touchdowns. So if he can get a touchdown tonight, again, that would definitely increase the Jets' chances of winning because they haven't scored that many points. He had six receptions against the 49ers. He only had one against the Bills, and he was out versus the Colts. So it's his return game, too. You know, if he can get 675, he doesn't really need to score a touchdown. But 675 would probably be good enough to win because you just you just have to share the volume around. If you, if you get your offense going, sharing the, spreading the wealth, sharing the volume possessions then you're probably poised to win and we have the tight end Chris Herndon was 10 receptions for 63 yards on the season uh, I would like to see an increase of you know, possessions to this guy because as you big your tight end you're you know you're throwing safe routes to him it's probably not gonna get interception uh, interception when you're throwing it to him because it's a safe route Sam Darnold has four picks and only three touchdowns so, you know, you're throwing it to the tight end, it's high percentage, low pick rate. Uh, I would like to see him get more involved in this game because that definitely helps the Jets limit the turnovers. Now we'll be looking at the season stats for the Denver Broncos players. Leading passer is Jeff Driscoll, 35 for 26, 432 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. He is not starting tonight. He got benched in favor of Brett Ripon who is going to make his first start like we previously mentioned. But uh, if Wipen struggles, we might see Driscoll sometime during this game. And one of the key players for the Broncos is Melvin Gordon. On the year, is 42 carries, 173 yards, and one touchdown. He is going to need to show up tonight because he will be really the featured back as Philip Lindsay. Looks like he's going to miss the game and be out with a toe injury. So Melvin Gordon's going to have all the load, especially with... Brett Ripon being a working quarterback, they're probably not going to want to throw a lot. They're probably going to want to shoot the clock, give Melvin Gordon a lot of carries. Probably if they make it to the red zone, he'll probably be the guy getting the carries in the red zone too because be safe. You don't want Ripon throwing picks in the red zone. And another key player for tonight is the Broncos leading receiver, tight end Noah Fant. 14 receptions, 184 yards, and two touchdowns. Uh, Fant will be another key factor because it's safe routes to a tight end. He's really fast and athletic. He's, he can break away. Uh, he'll be a target in the red zone because he's an easy big target all over the field. They'll probably throw safe routes to him. He might be able to get two touchdowns. You know, Gordon might be able to get two touchdowns. That would lead for them win winning. The wide receiver, Jared Judy, he has 13 receptions, 173 yards. His most receptions the game is five for 55 yards and he had um four receptions against the steelers for 62 yards if he can get some receptions tonight and you know, spread the wealth around what i think might happen with the receivers is you'll see a lot of safe short routes maybe some screen routes you know with his break rate speed maybe he can he can break off a long run 
Next one, we have Tim Patrick, 10 receptions, 96 yards, and one touchdown. You know, maybe he can get more than four receptions tonight. Four receptions for 43 yards. He also had four for 29 yards. You know, the, the Jets' defense isn't very good, so if he can get maybe more than four receptions, he might be a factor. And again, we have K.J. Hamler, the third and last wide receiver we're going to talk about. Only has six receptions on the season, 78 yards. Maybe he can get a touchdown tonight, you know, show up. His break race beat, get him a screen pass, break some tackles, he's in space. You know, maybe they can get a touchdown. If Melvin Gordon can get some touchdowns, you know, fan gets touchdowns, receivers get touchdowns. You know, I don't know if Broncos will score that much, but if they were to score that much, they definitely win. Now we'll be looking at some defensive key players for both teams, starting with the Broncos. We've got safety, Justin Simmons, who has 22 tackles and one interception on the season. In his career, he has 299 tackles, two sacks, and two interceptions. His interception came against the Steelers in week two, and it was a key play in that game. If he can get an interception on Sam Darnold, who seems like prone to throwing them this year, you know, he only has four, but he only has three touchdowns. So, uh, you know, Sam Darnold's kind of inaccurate um, also on his passes, you know, not taking that great care of the ball. Jets don't exactly have that great of an offense, you know. Read one, pick it off, you know, get another possession for your rookie quarterback. That could come in big tonight. Next, we got defensive linebacker Bradley Chubb. On the season, he has six tackles. In his career, he has 87 tackles and 13 sacks. He can get pressure on Donald tonight, um, Sam Darnold tonight. Not only does that increase the likelihood of Darnold throwing a pick, you know, you can get a strip sack. You can move him behind the chains in the possession, you know, negative yardage, force him to punt, get the ball back. Josie Jewell, another linebacker, 19 tackles this season, 104 tackles in his career, and 1.5 sacks in his career. Like I said before with Bradley Chubb, you know, if you can pressure Darnold and, you know, keep stop the run game as well, then, you know, you can be getting more possessions back uh, on offense. Now we'll be looking at some key players on the Jets' defense, starting with Pierre Desir. Uh, who's a cornerback. He has nine tackles on the season. He has 218 tackles in his career and six interceptions. He also has one pick uh, this year too. So if he can get an interception, you know, create a turnover, create an extra possession on this young quarterback who first starts, probably going to throw at least one or two interceptions, then you'll put your offense in good shape to score some points. Next we look at Jets nose tackle Steve McClellan. Um, he has seven total tackles in three games this year. On his career he has 221 tackles and 12.5 sacks. Again if he can get his first sack or two tonight against a rookie quarterback. Uh, rookie quarterbacks typically don't sense pressure. Um, they'll take too long to hold the ball. If he can beat the offensive line multiple times he can either force a bad throw or get a sack and the, um, the Broncos will lose yardage. Lastly for the Jets, we have linebacker Avery Williamson. He has 12 tackles on the year, no sacks, 512 tackles in his career and 14.5 sacks in his career. Again, if he can get pressure on the quarterback tonight, maybe a strip sack, picks up a fumble, you know, that's an extra position, forces a bad throw, interception, that's an extra possession, sack the quarterback, you lose his yards, you know, you're going to gain momentum from that, defense needs momentum, you know, maybe some big plays really help the Jets score, help the def Jets defense feel good. Now I will assign my wild card player or players of the game for both or one team. 
This week, I'm going to go for both of the kickers. Sam Finken is, is the Jets kicker. He is, this season, he's one for one from 20 to 29, one for one from 30 to 39, and one for one 40 from 49. He's made all three kicks he's attempted 100% accuracy. It may get a little tricky if it's 50 plus since he's never kicked before, but 40 to 49 is pretty long. 100% accuracy. Make sure you get keep the momentum and get points on the board for your team. Uh, Jets may need that tonight as if they are unable to convert in the red zone or they drive out. And for the Broncos, their kicker is Brandon McManus. He's 75% on the field goal uh, percentage this year. Three for four. One for one from 20 to 29. One for one 40 49. One for two on 50 plus. You can't really blame him on 50 pluses. His average kick is 44 yards. Uh, he'll be he'll be a factor because the rookie quarterback might be able to only get him so down, so far down the field. Uh, with rookie quarterbacks, the first start, uh, the drive might stall further than you wanted in the opponent's territory. You might have to may be able to kick some long field goals. Brandon McManus has the ability to do that, and you never know. You might find yourself the game-winning drive have to kick a long field goal to win. Brandon McManus has done that in the past. Hey, we may see it tonight. Pretty clutch kicker. And now we'll look at the team stats for both teams, as well as I will give you my score prediction and who I think is going to win the game. Start off with the Broncos, who score 15 points a game. Expect it to be right around there with rookie quarterback. Could be potentially lower, but I think right around there. Give up 23 points a game. Potentially could be higher because rookie quarterback throwing turnovers. But Jets offense isn't that good, so... It could be right around there as well. They uh, receive 324 yards a game. 240 of those are passing. 84 rushing. Rushing is pro will probably be higher for Broncos because the rookie quarterback. Passing should pro would probably be lower again because of the quarterback. Yards allowed 388. Pass yards 285 and rush yards is 102. Expect those probably be the same. Around the same for Jets. They score 12.3. Points a game on average, I expect that to possibly be more because they might be able to get more possessions if they can steal a couple from the Broncos. Points allowed, 31 points. That could be lower because Broncos with their rookie quarterback for a start, they might be able to get away with giving up less points. Total yards they gain per game, 275. 187 of those are passing, 88 yards rushing. expect that will probably be the same. I don't know why Jets would change their game plan that much, except they do lose. But I don't expect them to be smart enough to like really think of that or whatever. But they allow 382 yards. That could be lower because the rookie quarterback offense uh, might not give up that many yards. Passing yards, they give up 249 and rushing 133. Passing will be down. Rushing will probably be up just because the sheer rush attempts from the Broncos. The Jets are favored to win this um, by a spread of one points. They're minus one favorites. But in the matchup predictor, Broncos are giving the slight edge at 50.1% and Jets are at 49.5% with a 0.4% for the tie. My prediction for the game, my score prediction is 20 Jets, 17 Broncos. I wouldn't be surprised with any outcome if Broncos win or Jets win. I want to pick the Jets just because Sam Darnold has more experience and might be able to take care of the ball better. You know, maybe they win a field goal in the last drive. Maybe they stop the Broncos to win by three at the end of the game. That is my score prediction. Jets winning by a score of 20-17 to 17 against the Broncos to go to 1-3 while the Broncos go to 0-4. We appreciate and thank you for tuning in to this inaugural episode of Here's a Guy podcast.